From the PSIA ASI Studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair and it's Last Call with Chris Rogers. Now, Chris, when I first met you face-to-face, it was last spring. I was at Eldora. You came up there with uh, Nick Heron and some others to do a video shoot for Burton. Kids can snowboard, and I believe the focus was on three- to six-year-olds. Is that correct? Yeah, George, that was a, that was a fun couple of days. Uh, Amy Gann and, uh, and I from the team and Sean Katnoff from Burton and then uh, Nick Heron and some of the PSI Aussie crew. Uh, rolled up to to Eldora, and of course, you know, like any day that you want for a photo shoot, you get that nice, um, not blue sky and a little bit of bit of uh, maybe freezing rain and fog. But it turned into a great shoot, and uh, you know, the video turned out really well on, on kind of highlighting the the ways that uh, ASI and, and Burton have worked together in the last twenty years to change the way we teach kids how to snowboard. And kids can snowboard. I mean, I remember back to really the early two thousands where it was. No, unless a child's around eight years old, you don't get them on a snowboard. Right. I mean, you look at like all of the kind of the, the things that you hear about, about snowboarding, right? Like you have to give it three days to, to really get it, but it's harder to learn, easier to get better at. You're going to fall a lot, get ready to be sore. Um, you know, kind of these leftover ideas from the early days of, of snowboarding and kind of that, 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 that worst of all of them um, that you need to learn how to ski first. And, and really that's what this campaign is about. So we worked with, with Burton to create this video about three to six year olds learning to snowboard. And then, um, you know, there's a, an article that uh, Amy Gann and I wrote that's in the fall issue of 32 degrees that goes into it a little bit more, more in depth. Um, but really looking at everything from the equipment to the biomechanics to the, the ways that we teach that, that makes it easier for kids to get, get stoked on snowboarding at a young age. Now, I guess you'll see the fruits of your labor really coming to fruition this season because you made that video at the end of the season last year. And uh, what are you expecting? What was the response to the video? Um, response to the video was was really positive. Uh, Burton unveiled that with an NSAA conference over the summer. And then um, it's something we'll definitely continue using just to really show uh, parents, kids, resort staff, um, and instructors that, and, and really more than anything, um, you know, it's the parents that, that you don't have to have your kids learn to, to ski first. And, and that's not to say that they should learn to snowboard first, but it's more that idea that we should be letting the kids choose what they want to do. Uh, one of the really interesting moments for me when we were filming up at Eldora was a group of, of, uh, a mom and dad with their kids came sliding down to where we're doing this video shoot and they were asking some questions and, mom and dad were on snowboards and the kid was on skis. And, and so naturally, like we're in the middle of filming this project on kids can learn to snowboard. And we, we started asking the parents, like, why, what's, what's the story here? Um, what, you know, why, you guys are snowboarders. And they're like, yeah, you know, we've been snowboarding for a long time. And like, so your kids learned to ski first. And they, they flat out said, oh, well, we were told our kids had to learn to ski, to ski first before they can learn on a snowboard. And, and it was just such like uh, validation of why this kind of messaging is important. You know, um, most of the people on the team uh, for, for ASI, we, we're self-taught. We're still from the, you know, the generation that learned to snowboard, snowboard on our own without, maybe without instruction or, um, you know, that, that kind of picked up this sport before it was very well established. And, um, and now we have this amazing structure for teaching kids to ski and snowboard. And, and there's all of these holdout memes kind of on, on what, what it means, what you should be able to do before you start learning to snowboard. And, um, 
and it's just an awesome opportunity to, to educate our guests and to educate ski school directors and, and kind of member school management uh, about the opportunities for getting our kids hooked, hooked young. And I think, you know, anytime you have a kid that comes and says, I want to learn how to snowboard and you say, sorry, you have to learn to ski first. That's a, that's a disservice to the guest experience. And, and we want basically to be able to say when that kid comes up and they're like, I want to learn to ski. We've got three to six ski lessons for them. And if they say, I want to learn how to snowboard. We've got three to six snowboard lessons for them. That's really, that's really the goal. Now, Chris, I'm sure this varies from area to area, but are you seeing a, an increase in the number of children that are starting out on snowboards? I'm, I'm curious to know what the, a, a ballpark ratio would be as far as snowboard versus ski for the young children. You know, I don't know that we have like a, 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 an established number across like the NSA region. I think that for the resorts that do have a dedicated kids learn to snowboard program at three to six, um, it, it is showing to, to be popular. And, and I think, you know, in the, in the areas where I've spoken with directors, it's up to a third of the three to six year olds that are taking lessons are doing it on a snowboard when they have that option. Now, obviously, there's a lot of schools that don't have a three to six program. And, and you know, when I first started teaching, we had a huge uh, kind of kids uh, nursery vacation center for those three to six year olds. And they went out and skied for a couple hours. We didn't have any kind of equivalent product. And so you're looking, you had to put your kids into a private lesson to, to get them snowboarding at age four. Um, and that obviously is a huge difference in kind of being able to put them in an affordable daycare that goes out and skis as well versus a private lesson that's just a, a snowboard private lesson. And I think the more areas that start to start to build their own three to six programs and, and have opportunities for kids to snowboard, the more conversations we have like this, the more broadly we educate people that you can ski or snowboard. Uh, from three to six, the more participation we're going to have. And, and, and the reason this is so important, the, the reason that getting kids three to six on skis and snowboards is so important um, is that all the research says when you get these kids hooked before age seven, that's, that's really the key to building a lifelong participant. So we really want these kids, um, you know, we don't want to think about it as a three to six product. We don't want to think about it as a seven to teen product or an adult product. We want to think about the entire life cycle of our students. And, and when they're starting at age three and, and then they, you know, they go through this, like learning about snow, learning, learning our culture, learning to be a, a ski or a snowboarder at age three to six, that feeds them into a participation in our seven to, to teen products and, and really, you know, becoming more of a participant in the sport. Maybe they decide they want to go to school somewhere where they can, uh, you know, to call high school or college. They want to look at a program where they can be, uh, learning to be more of an athlete, maybe moving into the world of, of being coached and looking at, at um, becoming a professional skier, or maybe they just want to be a recreational skier and, and, and they, you know, get better and better through that kind of seven to teen zone, or maybe they want to start pursuing uh, like an, a junior instructor program somewhere. Maybe this is something that they want to look at as a career. All of that starts at that, at that three to six age. And then beyond that, like that feeds us into our adult programs. And so often there's a disconnect between, kids snow, uh, skiing and snowboarding and adult skiing and snowboarding. And the reality is we want to set the, the tone early for that kind of uh, lifetime of adventure and in, in skiing and snowboarding. You know, we've been talking about the new, the new mission statement and um, kind of that entire life cycle. We want people in their forties in their fifties in their sixties still coming to us to learn something new and to have that, uh, you know, that, that education theme continue through their whole life. That all starts back at three, five, four, five, six years old. And when we can get those kids skiing and snowboarding with us, we're ensuring our industry's sustainability 50 years from now. Now, this does not just sound like a great opportunity for the young children, but also for snowboard instructors. 
this is more lessons for them to be able to teach. And how about the children's training that you're now having to give to the snowboard staff? Yeah, I think, you know, the, there's there's so many differences when you're teaching, like, the, the, the littles. When you teach them three to six, um, you know, there's there's major biomechanical differences between kids that young and seven to to teens, um, there's there's differences, huge differences between three, four, five, six year olds and and adults. Just in um, you know, kind of you think about the the bobblehead factor alone. The, the young younger kids have kind of that larger head to body ratio and therefore a higher center of mass compared to that of an adult. Um, there, you know, there's all of these little biomechanical differences. There's differences in how they learn. Kind of you look through the the cap model and uh, their cognitive. Um, you know, skills are different. And so I like to think of it as a bit of a challenge. You know, teaching these kids isn't just um, just dumbing down teaching or, you know, playing uh, daycare with them on snow. It's a challenge for how you can be creative, how you can help them learn through play and, you know, keeping it simple and, and making it really fun, making the game. It's a totally different lesson than, than what we do a lot of the time. So there's really good training around that. Um, we, the organization's getting involved in some e-learning with Burton to go through kind of the indoor uh, Burton PE program. It's a, a gym class. It's actually um, part of a high school or uh, elementary school curriculum that, that you can take as a PE class. Um, and introduce snowboarding in the in the classroom in the gym, um, and and working with them on that all the way through, uh, you know, taking into their three to six programs on snow all the way into building that into a, a lifelong adventure. And and I think um, that's that's exciting as an instructor. When you get to teach something new, when you get to stretch yourself, you're part of that learning circle. So it's not just the kids that are learning; you're learning from them, and you're learning how to be a better instructor, and you're kind of challenging yourself, which is what makes this job fulfilling. I think. Now, this also leads into the CS1, CS2, which are uh, dual. They're for ski and snowboard, correct? Definitely, yeah. We uh, the, the national standards for CS1 and CS2 include both disciplines. And, um, you know, depending on your division, uh, the process might be a little bit different. But that's all based around learning to teach these kids and around the biomechanical differences, around the cognitive differences. And, um, you know, the, the all of those elements that make kids kids and, and and it means you know you, you've got to take and you do with adults it means um you need to use the right equipment for for kids versus adults and um all of that is what makes the cs1 uh, such a great exam for people to go to between their level one and their level two you learn so much more about instruction when you focus on instructing kids um and then you know same thing cs2 is such a great exam to kind of put in between your level two exam and your level three exam as a way to dive a little bit deeper and learn a little bit more about teaching. I think, you know, if you, if you're a good adult instructor, you can translate those skills to being a good kids instructor. And if you're a good kids instructor, you can translate those skills to be a good adult instructor, but it takes learning about the group that you're going to be working with. And, and with kids, there's just so many different um, elements, so many different areas to dive into to, to learn to be a better instructor. And I, I just, I love that element of, of, uh, of lifelong education. Now, I did just steal the title of your article for the title of this podcast, Kids Can Snowboard, Teaching Terrain and Equipment for the Littles. Tell us a little bit about the terrain for the little ones. Yeah, you know, I think that gets into a lot of the uh, the terrain-based, uh, you know, the, the way that we're, we're making use of terrain. Uh, when you think about, like, little rollers and catcher's mitts, bank turns, uh, extra small half pipes, surface boxes, these elements that take 
kind of that the, the terrain from the mountain and put it in a small scale controllable environment where we can really uh, create a super safe environment for them to, to, to learn. And, um, you know, when you, the Burton Riglet parks are one of the best examples of that. There's a lot of resorts that are doing their own setups. that's that's similar, but, um, you know, the Burton Riglet park was, is really that, that great picture of how you can set, set up a, a learning course for the littles. And, um, you know, when you, when you think about all it takes is a, a very minor pitch. I mean, it can be just barely, barely more of a pitch than flat. You add a couple little rollers, a couple little banks, walls, and uh, and maybe a little bit of a catcher's mitt. We've created a safe, fun environment. There's there's stuff to play with. There's there's rollers, and the first couple times they go over the rollers, um, you know, they might just be absorbing them. And by the time they've done it three or four times, and they're starting to feel comfortable, you can have these little three or four year olds jumping as they go over the rollers. You know, they can they can they make it a whole game. And um, when we shot this video at Eldora, we had. John Damiano, who's one of the uh, Burton reps for, he's the Burton regional manager for Colorado. Um, his kids who've been snowboarding since they were super little, um, kind of cruising through this riglet park and jumping off the berms, and doing spins and, um, you know, running up against the bank walls. And it, it, this little bit of terrain that we spent a, a couple of hours hand shaping turned into, turned down a playground for them. And, and um, that was like, the complete example in my mind of learn through play. They, they, they weren't in a formal lesson. We weren't talking to them about edging or, you know, steering the turn or, or bending one knee more, you know, they, we were teaching them through play. Like, Hey, can, how, how high can you jump off this, off this berm? Like how much of a turn can you make against this wall and letting them figure that out? You know, how far up can you go on your tail as you come down here? So you're doing a tail press coming down the hill and, and really challenging them through that playful environment. Uh, it's it's absolutely the future of how we teach these little kids and all it takes is a little square of, of terrain set off to the side where we can hand shape some features and um, you've got a whole different way to teach anything you want to touch on in conclusion chris you know i think i think over the last 20 years um we've put in an enormous amount of work into making it easier for kids to get out and go snowboarding. And, and that's really the message of this whole campaign from the, from the video uh, to the Burton PE program we're working on them with to the article in 32 degrees this, this fall, um, you know, young kids can experience success. And, and that, that experience is 100% on our organization, on our instructors, on our members to, to make that amazing. If, if you try to teach a three, four, five year old, the way you teach an adult, they're going to get bored. They're going to check out. And that's not fun for the instructor or the student. And by, by taking a few little tips out of this article, um, by spending a little bit of the time learning how to really tailor your message to these little kids, we can make that an amazing experience. And when that's an amazing experience, they want to come back. I mean, who doesn't want to hear, you know, dad, can we please go snowboarding again tomorrow? And, and whether you're a snowboarder or a skier, we want that experience to be great. And, and so um, while this article is really around uh, trying to drive some increased participation in snowboarding. Uh, the message is certainly not just for snowboarders. You know, let's make ski and snowboard instruction fun for these three to six-year-olds so they get engaged and, and they want to follow us for, um, you know, adventures through education. Chris Rogers, always a pleasure visiting with you. Thanks for taking the time today. Anytime, George. Thank you. From the PSIA AASI studios, you've been listening to First Chair, Last Call with Chris Rogers. I'm George Thomas.